Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 128. 128. Equals 11 if you add them together. I don't which, know why we keep doing Which is it. 2. But I got it right this time. And then 2 times 2 is 7. And then 7 plus what? 8. 2 times 2 is 7. <laughs> and then 7 plus 8 is 39. Sure. If that's what we're going to do, fucking... Are you disputing my alternative facts? Yeah. I'm going to dispute them all fucking wow. day long. All right. B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget, lesser-known films of the past, low-budget and lesser-known films, and big-budget films, and whatever the fuck we want. Because the B can sometimes stand for bizarre. I have to say or that beautiful. Again. Or beautiful. When's a rom-com? We or bootylicious. <laughs> or this is an exciting off for B-Movie Breakdown. How many times are you going to sign off this episode? Sorry, I've just been listening to a lot of Destiny's Child lately. We're the home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you two just can join the in on the madness. You, do. you can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes or on our website, bmoviepodcast.com, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Subscribe there, download there, listen there. Do it. You can reach us on our website, which I mentioned before, or email bmbpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> on Twitter at bmbpodcast, on Instagram at bmbpodcast, or on Facebook. Just search bmovie breakdown. Like us on Facebook. Give us those thumbs ups. Yeah. Nicholas. That's my name. Do you have some plugs? Yes, yeah, scatterville.com. Ongoing story about a robot being born, finding his way. And shit goes down. That's probably a better way to pump that. But, like, it's an ongoing story. It comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. So if I say too much, it gives it away. Yeah, start reading it. And then you'll be, then you'll know what Correct. he's talking about. Exactly. Tune in. And there's eight prequel pages that I hyped before if you want just more stuff beyond that. So there's like 20, there's like 20 some pages up now. They're loaded up. I've got a good buffer. There Not you go. Spoilers. Buff it out. Load it up. Load it up until April. Ongoing process. There you go. Buff and it and up. Buff it out. And man, if you want to listen to Donald Punk songs, new ones are coming. Terrible Lizards. Terrible Lizards. Bandcamp Band it. Bandcamp it up. Follow me on Instagram at Nick Tyrano, there where I go. post behind the scenes drawings. And then, Ooh. like, you don't even, if you want, if you want, because every Tuesday and Thursday I break up the pages in little Instagram posts. So you can just follow me on Instagram. Then I'll just inject stories into your feed. Just like in this week's movie. Yeah, it's a good segue. Mr. Big was trying to inject drugs into all the children of the world. Because this week we watched the 1998 American anthology 1998. film. I mean, 1988. You're time traveling, dude. 1988 American anthology film starring Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. It starts off as a uh, kind of music video retrospective type of thing and turns into some bizarre ass shit, including a 45 minute feature. Starring Joe Pesci as a bad guy trying to take over the world by giving kids drugs. It's a good message. And there's robots in it, too. There's a lot of things I like in that, there's which little... I didn't think there would be. I mean, you start off with one being Michael Jackson. You like his music, so there's, you already have... I mean, that's true. You have a positive going in, but thinking a movie, a movie Moonwalker, what's this going to be about? And it turns into insanity. Like, if it was just, like, music videos and stuff with, like, little mini stories, like, I think it was cool, but, like, I wouldn't... Like, it'd be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it just... It wouldn't be as... Like, the beginning is just kind of cool. Yeah. And then it starts to get weird, and then you're, like, kind of interested in, like, what's going on here? Because they kind of blend together... And then the last 45 minutes is like, what the fuck just happened? He throws so many things at me. He throws a lot of things at you. The robots. And then it gives me like a, like basically, he gives me Cobra, but it's not Cobra. But that's what it is. Cobra, but not Cobra. So 
check. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube in full or uh, online somewhere. I have. Uh, I I have it on Blu-ray. Like Amazon, buy it and pay money. Yeah, you can get a region region free Blu-ray. Uh, don't don't of it. steal it. Looks it. great on Blu-ray. Don't steal it. So uh, this week, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker on B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst. he turns into in this yes that Michael Jackson turns into this yes it was a real concept car dude that is Lancia well, Stratos Zero well I mean it looked like it was just out of Transformers the movie 1986 it's like a different hot rod it's essentially what that is yeah this was a real a real real vehicle that was it was a prototype it never it was just concept but it looks so sick that was eventually they tried to make and it looks like a Looks like it had the different versions of this exact car. This looks like that's like they, that's the Strato awesome. Zero is the one that he, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, uh, this one's in like museums and stuff like sure. that. Sure. But this company made other cars that look ridiculous as well. Not as no. That one looked like you had to lay down in it to be inside. Yeah. It. Who knows how you had to do it? I mean, it looks cool as shit. Like in the pictures. No, it looks great. Like this babe sitting standing next to it. It's got like a was it like Saturn or something? What is that? The steering the steering, the steering wheel. It's a planet. The steering wheel is a planet. Yeah, like how why you, is it a planet? You would literally look at look how you sit in it. You do sit in it. Very interesting. You almost, almost yeah because laying... the steering wheel is like fucking that poor woman. Yeah, it's really going up in you. It's it's a weird look up the Lancia. Stratos Zero. That's the the vehicle that we're talking about that Michael Jackson turned into during the uh, during this movie. We watched uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. So you, this is the first time you've ever seen this. Yeah, because why would I go out of my way to watch this? Well, I mean, if you're just on a Michael Jackson kick, that, I don't know. I mean, listening to his music, sure. Watching this bizarre nonsense. Because B movie, the B and B movie can stand for lots of things: bad, brutal. Bodacious. It's just bizarre today. It's it, just bizarre. It's true. I was like, how does this movie qualify for what we talk about? Because it's bizarre. And it's out of control. And it's 80s. It's a time frame we deal with all the time. And it's, it's just very 80s. Yeah. Once you get through all the, the flashback montages, which I assume builds up Michael Jackson's character, how he how he deals with the paparazzi invading his life... Then after that, things just get crazy. Pretty it much. just gets crazy. Uh, we were talking about this during when we were watching this. Um, so this was originally scheduled to coincide with the 1987 album Bad, which obviously does a lot of songs from the album, even music videos. Essentially, they took things from this movie and cut them into music videos. Well, you got the footage. It cost you billions of dollars. Why not? Yes, this, this cost... Approximately twenty-two million dollars to make this. Of course, it did. That's twenty. Is that? It's a twenty-two twenty-two million dollar music video. For, is that for the most part? Is that nineteen eighty-seven money? Yeah, eighty-eight. Is that yeah. not adjusted for inflation? 
That's not adjusted for inflation. I mean, there's calculators. You should figure that out. Yeah. The uh, the film was theatrically released in Europe and South America, but then Warner Brothers canceled plans for a Christmas 1988 theatrical release in the United States. Yeah, because they figured people wouldn't tolerate it? I guess. I don't know. But instead, it was released on home video in uh, on January 10th, 1989. Why didn't they have it released on home video right for Christmas? Like, that would have been... I think people would have bought it. Yeah, people would have probably bought it and watched it. But yeah, going to... It, between January 10th of 89 and April of of 89, so in four months, yeah, it sold 800,000 copies. Jesus. In 88, like, you know what I mean? The VHS yeah. was just becoming, like, a thing people were buying. Right, because they were still not... They were still kind of pricey. Yeah. So 800,000 copies it sold in four months. I uh, like... His music was different because people had cassette players. People yeah, had, sure. Some people had CD players, record players, whatever. So, like... Vinyls. That's why I just said record players. Oh. I said cassette players, CD players. You did. I just was thinking... I just blocked that out. Record yeah. is such an outdated term. It doesn't apply to my but brain. But when it was released, it was released on VHS and Laserdisc. Oh, I always think about Laserdisc, though. So much money. But yeah, there was a lot of money. Uh, this was eight times certified platinum, this movie was. It doesn't surprise me. He's a big dude. He's a big... like 800,000 copies yeah, of a, a famous movie guy. Of, of a film. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It is. It's true. It, it's I mean, fucking it, wild. It, it even spawned a video game that was in arcades and came out for Sega Genesis. I mean, this movie, a, it was a video game. Once it got to the end, it's a video game. Pretty much. Get your special powers, look at a star, turn into a car. There you go. It's a good story. It's funny, you were talking about how uh, one portion of this, the portion of the smooth criminal portion, that's essentially like a movie, an actual movie. Yes. Uh, about, you know, being a, some sort of comic or something like that. And in 1989, Blackthorn Publishing adapted the film into a comic book, Moonwalker 3D. Why well, was it in 3D? I don't know. It was a it was their Blackthorn's 3D series. It was a uh, comic book company that wasn't doing so hot, and they ended up like ceasing operations a year a year after they. I don't know why the idea of a human being transforming into a car didn't catch on more. Well, because you can only people are only willing to accept uh, robots that turn into cars at the time. Just a human being. Well, they I can mean, only accept even, so much. Well, in this movie, a human being can turn into a car, but a human being cannot turn into a spaceship. In order to become a spaceship, you have to first become a robot, and then the robot can turn into a spaceship and fly through space. Yeah, I was thinking of clever ways to take people on a narrative journey. Well, I mean, the narrative journey of this of this movie. Is it almost in the beginning? It's almost not a movie. Like it's just like the 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 opening segment is a concert footage of yeah. him performing "Man in the Mirror." Correct. And it's and I, I really like the beginning of this because it's like I mean if if you just like Michael Jackson's music and whatever else and like or maybe for people who not, like there's people that are born now and don't really people are born now. It's true. Uh, you know, maybe like born more after he, he was so popular 
And maybe even at when he died, they still listened to his music and played at party weddings and whatever sure. things like that events. And sure, things. yeah, he's but a classical people, man. People don't really know, you know, if you never really dive too far into it, it's something you could watch. And obviously, it gets very bizarre, like we said, and it definitely ends up fitting into the B movie category. But the open the opening Man in the Mirror segment just shows you how fucking huge Michael Jackson was. Of course, it's showing you concerts that are just like just Gi- ginormous, ginormous, it's just People, bleeding of human beings are just like a liquid entity. They are they're like falling, they're it's falling ooze. apart, they're fainting and just falling just over and being ooze. taken out of crowds and. The beginning of this movie is is good to watch. It's like if you don't know a lot about baseball. That was well. I guess that applies too. I mean, basketball and Michael Jordan. Just watch Space Jam. This is autobiography. I sure. It's as much as this was. Well, I mean, the beginning of this. That's is, what I mean. But right. it, but the beginning of this is legitimately Michael Jackson's yeah. life. Well, yeah. some of it. I mean, the, but then the, I mean, it's a lot of there's some stuff spliced in with like Africa, Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa, Gandhi. Yeah, people as... Pre- presidents pe- at the time. People as influential as Michael Jackson. There was some Jesus stuff thrown in there. People as influential as Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like... And then the movie takes you into, like... It's almost like the movie's, like, in segments. It's in lots of segments. And then the next part is, like, this, like, retrospective on his career. Which is, like, alright, they're showing, like, older footage of him when he was with the Jackson 5. And then, like... And, uh... Some music video stuff, too. But then mixed in with that is like some really trippy. It's like the retrospective part is insanely trippy, and it kind of starts to show you how bizarre things are going to get. Because it shows you like the there's like the claymation part, and it's there's lots weird. of claymation people. It's out of its yeah. mind. And then there's like the robot dancing. Michael Jackson. And then you get a you get some some uh, Michael Jackson and ET. It makes sense, but he he hates the paparazzi so much. Because they control his life. I mean, that's essentially life. one giant they theme control, of this right. entire thing. They control his life. And even you can think of Spider being the paparazzi. Yeah, because they want to catch him in their web. And then, but when it when it finally gets... I'm into, glad we've just decided we're calling it Spider. Like, it's the name of the group. It's the name of the group. Oh, yeah. It's the name of the group. It's just Spider, yeah. And But when it when it gets into like more of like a movie part is the batter segment where it's like it starts off what you think is going to be the music video for bad yeah but it's not it's kids playing the parts correct which is hilarious because all the children have beards on like painted on beards they do and things like that and the main the video at the when my the kid who's playing michael jackson is brandon quentin adams who uh people might remember from he's in the sandlot He's in Mighty Ducks one and two. What are those movies about? Uh, like it's, it's some sports. Oh, I don't know. That was like a hunting thing. There's or like something. one with a bat and a ball, and one with like a stick and a in a circle disc. Oh, I thought it was like a guy and his dog, like named Jaeger hunting things. Nothing like that, like hunting ducks or anything. It's no a sport thing. This, oh, no, right. not which one? The Sandlot. <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> well, it's funny when you say the guy and his dog. The Sandlot is. Guys, partly about. Oh, I combined them two. I combined them together. Yeah, it's about a guy. That's what happened. Nothing else. But also, a movie we should definitely watch for the podcast. uh, Brandon Adams is in is the People Under the Stairs. He's the main character in that movie, Mm -hmm. and it's a really, it's a really fucking weird movie. It's. Is it as weird as Michael Jackson putting on a rabbit head and becoming claymation rabbit on a motorcycle? Because after the part that is the batter segment with the kids doing they basically reenact the entire bad music video michael jackson he turns goes from being this boy 
And then all of a sudden, there's Michael Jackson. Some of his friends become are boys, and they become adults too. They yeah. get smashed by claymation people. Yeah, they. He leaves. He's on like a studio set, like a like your Warner Brothers Studios or whatever. Yeah. And there's a studio tour going through, but instead of the people being, this is when it starts getting really fucking weird. Instead of the people being regular people, they're like crazy claymation people. It's when I just want. Cla- I, I just the- want to turn it off. I couldn't. Their faces are so disgusting. <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of claymation around that time looked like that. I know. A, with the exception of like maybe like a Tim Burton, because he had his own it's his own style of yeah. claymation type of things. A lot of claymation around then looked just like this. A claymation was so popular because you know it's what he got to work with. Yeah, but I mean, like you don't have computers yet. Yeah, but the the it, but computers were definitely aiding in that process at this point. So it was like the the combination of we, the two. You were still was superimposing it, yeah, onto actual footage yeah. and shit. But yeah, so that and yeah, and then he's running from these these all these I don't know. There's tourists, it's just but then there's like up paparazzi. But the paparazzi look like like almost like police, not police, but like they're militant. Very, they're very militant. They have like strap, like straps of like film on their chests, and their cameras look like guns. And then you got these fat ass fucking touristy dudes chasing after them on these bikes, and it's so. But they're all it's all claymation, but not. But it's not all claymation because sometimes when the people are running, yeah, they have heads. It's on. actual people with giant heads with giant heads that look just like the clay. Like uh, so much thought and detail was put into this. Yeah, the synergy was there. Yeah. It's and it's super weird, but then yeah, he runs into it's like a dressing room or something. Yeah, it says wardrobe. He walks in, somebody in a costume comes out. Like, oh, he must be gone now. He walked into the one place where he could become someone else. Someone else comes out. Oh, he's gone now. Yeah, and he what, he comes out as a bunny. He's a rabbit. He is basically Bugs Bunny. They're like, oh, is this the a thing rabbit? Is, this was Warner Brothers made this. Like, why didn't they just? Do like a Bugs Bunny thing. Hey man, this story was based on a story by Michael Jackson. He didn't have yeah, Bugs like, Bunny in that's it. That's the part that's so the, that's so great about this is that Michael Jackson pretty much like came up with all of this. So like I imagine him like one day just like sitting down with like a notebook, like writing his ideas. Like he has an idea for a movie. I was like, I really want to make a movie, but I want to make like music. I want to incorporate yeah. music into it because why wouldn't he? Obviously, he needs to. You know what I mean? Like, anybody who who's, like, something like that, they're going to incorporate their music into this movie. That's what he is. And so it's just, like, writing down, like, seg- these segments. Like, okay, one part, I want it to be, like, what if tourists are chasing, like, because I can't stand all these, everybody chasing me all over the place. But what if they were crazy, fucked up, crazy? This I, is how he views the you world. You know what I mean? I was running on a set, and then, like, and what if I turned into a bunny <laughs> that like, kind of looked like me? But had like a different jacket on slightly. And then what if I was driving this little this little moped thing? And what if it turns into a sweet ass fucking Harley? And then what if all these guys are chasing me? And then all of a sudden they're chasing me in this car tank. And they've all got cameras pointed at me. And they have film and bandoliers around their bodies. Because they're going to shoot me. Get it? They're shooting me. Because I feel like my life is being threatened. Two parts that I wanted that we I wanted to mention before he turns into the bunny. Is one when he's hiding behind the Statue of Liberty statue. And then all of a sudden it starts to talk. I like how I said Statue of Liberty statue. Because the name is Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So people... But it was a smaller statue version of the Statue of Liberty. That's that, why I said it. Then it claimed Because it wasn't the yeah. act... But this, the, the Statue of Liberty talks to him. And you're supposed to be like, okay, this Lady is Liberty, thing. Lady Liberty doesn't talk to you? She talks to me? No, she never talks to me, that bitch. That makes sense. Wow. 
She's only too busy smashing down museums to take down Vigo, the master of evil. She's the ultimate globalist. <laughs> oh my god. You can only control her with a river of slime. Yeah, yeah, it's Is true. Is that some sort of like a commentary on women? You gotta slime up their insides to control Jesus! Them? That's vulgar <laughs> as fuck! Slime up their insides? I was gonna go a different route where like human beings are just like the fucking goo and like the music... They're very manipulable. But no, you gotta slam up women's insides, then play them music to get them to do what you want. Holy shit. Well, for B-Movie Breakdown, <laughs> you know my name. <laughs> you just gotta slam up those insides. Just slime up their insides. Has anyone ever constructed that sentence in the history of the English language? Well, that's what Slime they, up their insides? That's what, that's what they do in the Ghostbusters too. They slime up the inside of the... Yeah, but there's slime everywhere. Wow, it has negative all that negative energy in the slime. But it's got they, a lot of negative connotations. That's for fucking sure. But then they make it positive with the music. Yeah, they turn the bad vibes into good vibes. But New York City created the slime. New, all their New York, New York City did create the slime. Yeah, the slime we're dealing with right now. <laughs> Hell yes, it did. Imagine all the slime in the sewers right now. God damn it! Just building, just bubbling. <laughs> Just this. Trying to kidnap children out of their bathtubs. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's what the slime is doing. Jesus. Maybe Vigo's behind all of this. It's in the buildings, man. Maybe it's really Vigo. Maybe they have the painting. They have the painting with them and they just see. He's turning into Yanish or whatever. That, wasn't that the guy's name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's gonna be a movie in like four hundred. Like how, like how there was a movie made about Vigo the Carpathian because he's thousands of years old. In two thousand years, gonna be a movie about a portrait of someone else. <laughs> like, no, it's. I thought that was just a legend. Donald the Trumpian. Yeah, Donald the Trumpian. <laughs> Kidnapping babies so he can be reborn again because he never dies. He'll just never leave. He's stuck. We gotta stick his ass in a fucking painting. But you know, well, the Ghostbusters won't be able to stop him because they're women now. Yeah, they so. can't. Oh, it's so heavy, the backpack. This doesn't feel like a vacuum. Jeez. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this doesn't feel like a vacuum. Wow. Um, also, one thing I wanted to mention, Jesus. other than other than the Statue of Liberty yeah. talking to him, was when he went onto that Western set. He walked onto it and it wasn't even claymation people at all for, no. for a few minutes. It was like just guys with big giant heads. And then the director, which was almost like Steven Spielberg-y ish. Kinda sorta. And then yeah. he started getting a meltdown and then he turned into a fucking like swamp creature. Yeah, he became this lizard. <laughs> like what like what James T. Kirk battles in Star Trek. Yeah, it was really, uh, really was... it was a really bizarre uh segment. Now I feel bad I can't think of. I went to say the species name and I such with a G. I don't know. Uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. No, that's different. That's not an alien, that's from Earth. We don't. I don't. I mean, maybe. Mm. Was there ever? There was never an origin movie for Creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, they find out he wasn't born here, so they try and deport him. That's the next movie. <laughs> Go back to your lagoon. Yeah. Lagoon wasn't on US. We're gonna build a wall around this lagoon. I hope not. He just climb over it. He's a fucking swamp creature. To I, be to I, be honest, the creature from the Black Lagoon fucks up a lot of shit. He just punched you the fucking wall. Yeah. He's creepy looking, like, regularly, yeah. but I really like the way he looks in uh, Monster Squad. Yeah, it's a very good definitive version. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I agree. I like that version. Just saying. 
since this is a B-movie breakdown. Yeah, you can talk about that. We can talk about Monster Squad. We've talked about Monster Squad on we the podcast before. I've talked about... I mean, we're talking about lots of monsters right now, so might as well talk about some fictional ones. This is... It's, it's, it's also true. Uh, in the... Uh, the Speed Demon part, which essentially this thing turns into, is a music video for the song Speed Demon. And it's him... When he turns into... The, finally turns into this bunny... He can also just turn into all sorts of weird different things, uh, like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Uh, Tina Turner. He's this guy. Pee Wee Herman. He did turn into Pee Wee Herman. It was huge. Yeah, it was. Jeez. But the this is when it starts getting, like we already mentioned, like it starts getting really weird. And it's even weirder when he takes off the costume and then the costume comes alive yeah, that's why I, on its own. If I had a table in front of me, I would have just knocked it over. <laughs> just like, this is enough. Because, like, oh, I get it. Like, he's got powers. He changes into a rabbit. Like, oh, okay, cool. Then he takes off the, he takes off the head, and it looks like the head he put on in the wardrobe. It's like, oh, it's all coming full yeah. circle. Then he sets it aside. How stupid am I to know that, to think that that was done? Because then he has a dance-off with the bunny rabbit. And they dance, they get crazy. And then he channels all of his energy. He becomes a billion things during the dance with the rabbit. And then, like, a cop comes and points to a no dancing sign. So he gets a ticket. Then he tries to convince the cop that his friend, the bunny rabbit, was there. And the cop doesn't buy it. Cop leaves. Then his bunny, then a mountain just turns into his bunny rabbit, like, winks at him, like, ha! Like, what's good? Okay. <laughs> the end. Good story. So weird. Man. And you know what's funny? I'm reading on here. I didn't really notice it when we were watching it, but it makes a lot of sense. Is what makes a lot of sense? That that out of all the th- people chasing him on the set, yes, uh, one of them is the Noid from Domino's. Remember the Noid? What's popular now? Can't avoid the Noid. I wish I could avoid the Noid. The Noid had a video game. Uh, something else that had a video game. Everything had video games. Everything around that time had games. Cool he- Spot, the from Seven Up, Chester Cheetah. It's because of all those. It's because of all the deregulation that was involved in marketing. Everything had a game. Some of those games are good, of course. I people making video games about shit. I don't remember the Noid game too much. But they I put the Cool Spot game was. I'm. I've played it. So I mean, some of those games were not good. No, because it was just a cash grab. Yeah. Kids saw this commercial. The Michael Jackson Moonwalker game. I remember being halfway decent. Can you transform into a car in it? I don't remember. I know you do you like fight zombies because it's a thriller part. Do you fight a fascist police force called Spider? You fight them in the game, yeah, but I don't know if they're referred to as Spider. No, we've decided. It doesn't matter. They're called okay, Spider. Yes. And the Spider is in the game. Yeah. That's true. Even though they're called Spider, you should look up and see what, if they actually have a name attached to them. Like what? I would love to know what they're what they actually were called. What they're actually called? Yeah. It's funny, the bad guy's name is Frank Ledeo yeah. in that part, and he's never addressed as Mr. Big, nor referred to by that name at all, no. except for when he says his own name. Uh, well, his Frankie Mr. Big Ledeo, and he's, but he spells his name out, but then in the end, he's only credited as Mr. Big. Did he say Frankie Mr. Big Ledeo? No. All right, so yeah. I'm just putting that. Okay, like, if he would have said that, as when... When Michael was playing in the wood, playing in a pasture with three kids and a dog, him and little Katie walk into a cave. This is after the rabbit part because there's a transit. What well, happens in between uh, these between, two things? Between these two things is leave, the Leave Me Alone, essentially music video. Yeah, which is more him feeling feeling just like he's just a tool, he's a puppet. Yeah, he's and just showing a all ride. the uh, like 
all the dogs in suits controlling him. Yeah, all the dogs in suits and like him being a carnival and uh, all the newspaper headlines. Probably a lot of National Enquirer ones. I'm like, sure. You know, Michael Jackson buys the bones to the elephant man and shit like that. So, but yeah, and then it leads the final segment, which is the longest, longest like full segment. Yes. Uh, by on its own, I think that segment probably was about thirty forty five minutes. Which segment? The smooth criminal part. Yeah. Because it took up probably half the movie. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. Uh, it begin all of a sudden. It just begins with these like three homeless kids. Yeah. And they're sneaking through the city to see their friend Michael Jackson or their friend Michael. Yeah. Walk out of their his apartment, and all of a sudden. He just gets attacked by spider, essentially. We don't know there's spider yet, though. Well, no, we don't. We just see mobsters with machine guns. Right, and at first, because you've seen so many cameras, their scopes to me look like cameras. So, like, oh, it's more of the more allegory about the paparazzi coming to get you, which could probably still be intentional. But I mean, yeah, they blow apart his entire storefront. Yeah, because he has a music store. And but then it, like this this is where it legitimately starts turning into an actual movie because and this is where it gets so bizarre because the first half of this is like okay it's like music and it's it's fun it's a like concert footage it's like retrospective it's like this is all about michael jackson and then it started getting weird with the claymation part but it's like all right this is still cool like a weird music video thing and it's it is a weird the, music the, video the claymation is like neat so it's yeah. like oh this is a neat thing and then and but then this part is like then okay it's now real. now we're gonna get serious and real with this movie part and yeah, it's like real serious and then it, and it skips around time wise too because it shows you that which was clever because I'm like oh there's more montage what's going on and then it goes backtracks to Michael and the kids playing in a fucking passion and like with the happier dog. times yeah <laughs> Michael and these three homeless kids where they're they're running around with their with uh, their dog Skipper sure. That was the dog's name. I'm, I know. I'm just saying sure. We didn't see in the credits if the dog's name was actually Skipper. It was probably like Mattis. Mattis? Yeah. Mad Dog Mattis. Mad Dog Mattis. <laughs> That's the dog's... Yeah, oh, Skipper. Hey, casting, Played by Mad Dog oh, Mattis. casting director, can you get us a dog? All right, yeah, sure. Uh, let me look at this list of dogs. Which one should we choose? What about this one called Mad Dog Mattis? Yeah, that dog's probably the best dog to choose because... It just makes so much sense. He's got a good defense policy. He's a good actor. I mean, I'll take. He your, has to be a good actor. I'll nowadays. take your word for it. There is no credit for the dog. Well, I'm just gonna have to call him Mad Dog Mattis now. So we don't know what the dog's real name was because there's no credit for the dog. If you do know, if you're Michael Jackson buff, send us an email at BMB Podcast. Yeah, if you're at such gmail. a Michael Jackson com. buff that you know all yeah. about. This movie, so much so that you know the dog's actual fucking name. You didn't have to swear and be rude. I just asked him a question. Oh, well. Jesus. Next thing you know, you're going to want to take away prayer from schools. Well, next thing, well, you know what? If I stumble upon the layer of Mr. Big, because <laughs> that's like, it's so, this it's so insane because when you see that part with them like shooting the guns and stuff, it's already like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? This guy real serious and violent. And it's like, oh, him playing with these kids, like. How does that? There's the kids for the. There's the kids on top of the building. Here's him playing. Yeah, with you the don't kids. think it links up at first. Well, you. Well, I mean, you do because why wouldn't you think that? There's the same kids. It doesn't make any. Doesn't matter. Well, I know the it doesn't, movie make sense, doesn't make any sense. But it's like, how does? How do they go? In your head, it's like, how are they going to go from this to where we just saw? Because you just throw a little movie making magic. Oh, we just we just it's a kid, flashback. Our, our dog runs off with our soccer ball into this like 
into the woods in this like cave in this abandoned like yeah then michael jackson mine. takes one lone girl into the woods by himself that's yeah that's questionable that's what he does i know and then he goes into this cave things. she doesn't want to go and he tells her to like the shh or just come on katie i don't know if he tells her shush to think you're adding things <laughs> he's like shh katie it's not, i'm not trying to defend like any sort of uh accusations I didn't say that anything. There may or said, may not have been about the man that I we're just, talking about. I just said he took a he took a lone girl into the woods, and she did. didn't really want to go in there. She she didn't she didn't really want to go in there. She's scared of spiders. Because <laughs> because they see a spider on the wall, and she's like, "Oh my god, I hate spiders!" And Michael's like, "No, don't worry, I'm gonna press it because it's a button." Yeah, it's the spider button. And then it so opens the, the doorway. It opens the doorway to this other universe. <laughs> Man, it's just a cellar. <coughs> there was no magic involved. It's just a cellar. Okay, there's no magic involved. It's just a cellar in the woods in a cave in a pasture. <laughs> like, this legitimately sounds like like so many movies we've fucking watched. Yeah. Oh, in a cave in a pasture, they find a spider button, and they press it, and they go to a magical different world. And they stumble upon the lair of a man named Frank Ledeo. Who's just monologuing like any villain would do. Who is a drug-dealing mobster, and he just wants to... He wants to become famous. He wants the entire population of Earth addicted to drugs. Drugs and bugs is what he said. <laughs> drugs and bugs. But he wants the entire population of Earth to be addicted to drugs, but he wants them to start with the kids. Yeah, because if you treat... it's That was like a little message. You treat them young, you got fans for life, which is marketing shit. Yeah, and he also likes to eat peanuts. Yeah, which is a weird quirk to give a bad guy. And he leaves the shells wherever he goes. Because he's a fucking slob. And, oh, we for, did we mention that the Franklin Day was played by Joe Pesci? Yeah, that's, we should talk about that, I suppose. With his, uh, his de- gravity-defying ponytail. That ponytail was really weird. It looked like a turd on the back of his head. <laughs> it's just a cute idea. Yeah, it's, it's quite... It's a cute idea. It's quite interesting. He's monologuing in his cellar. It, over like a giant globe. What's funny about him being in this movie? What is funny about that? Is that he really wasn't in a whole lot yet. He was in Easy Money with Ronnie Dangerfield, and that was probably well. No, actually, I shouldn't say he wasn't in anything. He was in fucking Raging Bull. You make bold statements sometimes. I do, but because I wasn't scrolling down far enough. But Raging Bull was like his first big thing. And then after that, he's only he's in some like random things here and there. Nothing like that massive. Other, sure. I mean, Easy Money was kind of bigger because it was him and Ronnie Dangerfield. But he's not. He wasn't in like. I mean, Raging Bull was pretty fucking big deal. And then he was in Once Upon a Time in America. So that's what I was gonna say. He basically he was in. Well, I, I forgot about Raging Bull being before that. That's so, all right. You just don't don't make bold statements. I know, but he was so he, he was in he was in two big movies: Once Upon a Time in America and Raging Bull. But. Then, like, and then all of a sudden, then his next thing that's like a, I mean, this was kind of a big deal, is Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. It is a huge deal. Because, like, his career really doesn't take off until after, like, Lethal Weapon 2 and basically Goodfellas. He's got to set the tone playing Frank Lodeo. Playing Frank Lodeo. Playing the, but he doesn't play a bad guy again until, uh, I mean, I guess you can kind of think of him as a bad guy-ish in Goodfellas. But in Home Alone... That's a, like full bad guy mode. He's just misunderstood. He's just he trying just to rob people's houses. 
He's misunderstood. He's, He's misunderstood. Burglars aren't misunderstood. He just wants to earn a living. That's not earning a living. Sometimes it's not honest. It's not really earning a living, though. But I mean... I guess. Wow. I'm just defending crime right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. It's true. The uh, Whatever, man. Did we mention that he also wanted to get rid of prayer in school? Yeah, I mentioned I mentioned the joke about it. I, I've talked about prayer in school. I guess that makes a connection to why I was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to get rid of prayer in school. So he, I mean, he just feels like he could be like this like, worldwide drug dealer. That's what's wrong with the world. It's a huge, it's a huge goal. That's a huge goal to be like the number one Even, drug dealer in the world. He had th he had three goals: get rid of prayer in school, get kids addicted to drugs, and bugs. Two out of three, man. Frank Ladeo did it. He's living the dream. He did it. But yeah, I, I mean, I can't find anything that calls the group Spider. Does but it have like, any name? They signify no, but he his henchmen all sport a spider crest on their uniform. I know, but like they don't call them anything. No, it, like they don't call them like arachnoids or something. Arachnoids. Like what else? Killer is. Please tell me arachnoids is with a Z. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is now. Yeah. I don't know what else you would or you know. That's like so. Spider is like the main thing. Oh, is arachnoids like a, like how it's cobra, but there's cobra vipers. So you have spider arachnoids? No, no, that's not where I was going. But well, like, I like where that's going, but keep going. But then. I was gonna be like, so like spider is like when it in, like initially happens, right? Okay. It's like this is we saw spider, and we saw like the, the demise of spider. Oh, I see where you're going. But then with there's this. like a new uprising, a resurgence of spider. But then they call themselves arachnoids. Yeah. Do they have a, a star destroyer of any kind? Oh, because like it's the first order. No, it's the empire. Yeah, I get the it. first order. But this isn't the empire. You weren't thinking about that when you talked about it, though. No. Because that's exactly what you just described. I know. <laughs> that's exactly what you just described. So I thought you were going with like Star Wars type But deal. like, it's not even, not even, I mean, I know that's what I described, but that's happened in other things too, where like one group falls and then like another I know, group like, like there was Nazis, like now it's neo-Nazis. <laughs> sure. We'll just take it that, we'll just go, well, that's where we'll take, because Spider and Nazis are pretty much the same thing. They're They're trying to do the same thing. Oh, I don't. I think the Nazis book, would be okay with prayer in school, to be honest with you. Yeah, but like, I mean, like they're trying to take over the world. Well, yeah, it's a common goal, I guess. That's what I mean. That was the <laughs> common goal. I wasn't trying to say that the prayer thing was their common goal or drugs. I've been just taking well, just global takeover. Global. But takeover. anyways, the whole reason that Michael and Katie get involved in this is that they're watching Mister Big give his whole speech, and they get they get discovered by them. Yeah, because. Katie sees a spider and she screams. The thing is, the only thing that bugs me about this movie... You're talking about spiders and you said bugs. Uh, but they're not bugs. They're arachnids. Okay, the only thing that bothers me about this movie is that... So, we see Katie, well, well Katie and Michael get discovered by Mr. Big. Yeah. And then it cuts back to... I wish he wasn't called Mr. Big because I just keep thinking Sex in the City and I shouldn't do that. Oh, see, when I hear Mr. Big, I think of Wayne's World. Fuck. Because that was the guy that they're trying to get for, uh, what's Tia Carrera's character? Sure, I don't remember. Uh, Cassandra. There you go. Trying to get her band Crucial Taunt, the record deal with the guy, Mr. Big. Good. Anyways. So, anyways. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Mr. Big. Yeah, because it's a real clever name. It was like a thing, especially in the 90s and stuff, like Mr. Big. It was like a big, you know, Mr. Big was a band, too. 
It's in the song Be With You. Anyways, you're making a point. Uh, no, yeah, that I didn't... Uh, so, once they get discovered, you see... You see they get discovered, and then the next scene is back to when the storefront's getting shut up. And the yes. kids are in their, like, yeah, almost, like... Little flashback. 30s clothes, and, like, Michael's in his suit already. I'm, where's the point of... Where's the segment... It took, like, months. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, with the segment in between there. I want to see that. It took months. I, well, like, Michael coming out, like, why is he in this suit? Like, where did this come from? Why are the kids on the rooftop? How? Why are they going to visit him there? Like, now they just live here now? They just, like... Well, he said, he said like, go to the rooftop. They, so did Michael know they were coming? And they... Yeah, he's like, we told us to meet us up here. Yeah. Like, so Michael knew. Yeah, but, like, where was this time? We, we do, There's a huge gap of time we don't get to see. It's, I mean, one, of those, it's one of those movies that jumped over the 20 minutes we don't care about. It's true. It gave us a different 20 but minutes. We might have cared about it because we might have learned more about Spider. No, it would have been just like the kids dicking around about how they're homeless and over a family and how they're all depressed. And but like, they hang out with this guy who's made of fucking money and they still slum it up. Well, he's not made of money in this other world. This isn't another world, man. This is real life. Well, he doesn't. He it was he owned like a music store. Yeah, I'm sure he owns lots of property. Uh, you're missing the point. I don't know what point, man. This is like Michael Jordan Space Jam. It's the same thing. You well, trying you trying to tell me that fucking alien, Michael Jordan wasn't battling mutants on a basketball court or aliens and some shit? But I'm now that I'm thinking of this, because. Uh, when they're in this other world dimension universe yes whatever it is they michael jackson or he can get powers from shooting stars and the Damn first right he can. the first time he gets the Damn power right he, can. he was in a dead end alley he's gonna get fucked nope, up that's not the first time what's the first the first time? time is when they're on the rooftop she sees one and that causes him to disappear when the gunshots are going off it's true his powers escalate you're right he can teleport he can teleport that's the first time he, he uses the See, star power. See, this would be a cool comic. And, and the star a, thing works a, because when Michael Jackson would, like, dance and stuff like that, like, he had the sparkly stuff on him, and then they would always put, like, this, like, the, yeah. uh, like, in the Billie Jean music video, they have this, like, star effects on everything. And even in the, in the video game, when you, like, th when you, like, you can, like, shoot stuff, and it's, like, stars. He's a moonwalker, man. Yeah, you also throw your hat, too. Sure. But what I was going to say was this would get... Real tedious as a TV show or a comic series where a guy gets power from shooting stars because whenever he's in a bind, he needs a fucking shooting star. It better be nighttime. And it needs to be nighttime. Because if it's daytime, he can't see it. And then he's just a normal guy. Yeah, so at night he can... He'd have to... For somebody he'd have to have like a gadget guy who might make little like little battery packs. So like he could just... He, just, he would just like summon yeah. power and just activate it. So... What we were and like, this is like the culmination. And I'm, and I'm, and I know your reaction was just mind blowing. So the second time he sees this star, he's in a dead end alley, and he's gonna get killed by spider. He's gonna get killed by spider. There's no way out. And he transforms into the car that we were talking about in the beginning. He becomes a car. He becomes man this car. absurd man car. Go ahead, take credit. What'd you call him? Man car Jackson. There you go. All right. That's it just sounds like I'm really having a hard time pronouncing Michael Jackson. Monker Jackson. <laughs> oh, wow. You got bad. You had a stroke or something. So It's just a joke. Uh, yeah, he it's turns, it, he turns into, the, into this car, and it's just... It's this fucking car is just ridiculous looking. 
Like we were saying, like Google. Yeah, it's Atlantis, absurd. It doesn't exist. Zero. It shouldn't exist. It is. It's absolutely insane. I'm sure that I'm sure their test model shot lasers out of the front. Yeah, his did. The late, but the light bar. I mean, the actual one in real life. Oh, his um, didn't shoot lasers though, did it? No. Yeah, it didn't. It's how it just blast off into space. No, just boom! Explosions out the back of it and flew down the fucking alleyways like super fast. Real fast. Think I know no else out on the streets except Spider and this I, magic car. I love the when they the like the way they did the transformation because I think it would have looked really silly to see him turn from a person into a car. Yeah, they just showed a creepy like werewolf silhouette. It was just a shadow, which was the perfect way to do it. Because even now, if they try to do that in a movie, Bad. It, it would still look it might Bad. Look, don't do it. It might look better. Don't but it would still look shitty. But uh, No, the mystery imagine is better. It then just imagining a normal human being turning into a car. Why did that have to happen? <laughs> wow, I wish I could see that. They could see that video, your shoulders. <laughs> how you're acting out, how you think a man looks when he's turning into a car. I mean, I can only... I just, oh, my God. You know, do your why arms, did, you, do why your did arms, you do that with your shoulder blades? Do your arms turn into like the wheel wells? I don't know what's going on there. Do your arms like turn into the wheel wells? I don't know. It's just... Uh, it's just really, it's just really weird to think about. Yeah, because you're an organic shape that turns into a mechanical shape. But the thing is, so the kid, when he, when he's turned into a car, and then it, then sure. it, and it goes back to the kids. Yeah, the kids say that the the Michael told them to meet them at Club Thirty, something we never saw him tell them. But they go there, and it's yes. abandoned and haunted. So then they're like, you're like, oh, we're just gonna like, Michael's not here. It's haunted because the pool balls are moving by themselves. Yeah, yeah. We assume this place. So, like, yeah. we don't know it's haunted. We, well, I mean, we don't know what that means. But clearly there was something yeah. else at work. Yeah. And then the kids, like, hide, but then they see Michael. I just don't understand this part. Why do they leave again? The part, the part I don't understand is they don't leave. They hide. They're right around the corner. They're in the alleyway right next to the club. Right. And they see him walk up. But instead of when, when he walks up to be like, Michael, it's us. They let they, him walk they in. They let him walk into so the So he club. has no idea they're there. Yeah. And then he walks into this place. He walks into the scope and, and all of a sudden it like revives itself and it turns into a whole thing with like zoot suiters and swing dancers and uh, Yeah, Club Thirties it, is like thirties. It's basically what everybody knows as the smooth criminal music video. Hundred percent. So like I was telling Nick while we we're watching this. Imagine anybody who's not seen this the movie part of this, because uh, I remember when I was younger, they would play this movie, uh, Moonwalker, they would play it on uh, MTV all the time. Sure. But a lot of times they wouldn't play it in full with the music videos in the beginning because they were already playing those. I Maybe that might be the reason why they didn't play it all. That could be. So they would always play the like 45-minute section of the this whole like smooth criminal this whole part with the Joe Pesci and everything because yes. you could play it as an hour yeah in forty five minutes with commercials is pretty much an hour so yeah. uh but yeah it's the smooth criminal music video and it's just but then like we were debating next. where do these people come from so we were thinking that they were ghosts I uh, that's I how else could you interpret that I, I there's no other way if, to do it if Michael Jackson was still alive and we were able to ask him I'm sure that would be his answer. It's like, it's the only... It's and only, he's like winning him over with dance and song and music. And he's like, one guy tries to stab him. So like, they're violent. Yeah, yeah. And then all, and then the Mr. The spider kind of surrounds the place. Yes. And all of a sudden, Michael has a Tommy gun. 
Yeah, so he was using, like, so did he have to, like... Which we I thought he was winning the ghosts over so the kids would come in and hide with the ghosts and they could protect them. But when he gets yeah. the gun, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Because he got a weapon from them he didn't have before. Yeah. And there was no shooting star. Yeah. So he's able just to dance and control spiritual energy. And apparently, in the making, of the, when they're making this, that the spontaneous gunshots by Michael after the smooth kernel part... Uh, was improvised by 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 Michael, and who used a fictional Tommy gun and fired blanks to surprise everyone on and off set. Hilarious! Like, like why did they put blanks in it in the first place? But well, they didn't. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> Scare the shit out of everybody. Because he can do whatever he wants. He's Michael Jackson. Oh, pretty much. Who's gonna tell him no? Yeah, Michael, put down your Tommy yeah, gun. Don't do that. Don't even. Don't even think about doing. But then after that, he doesn't use the ghost power again. Like they, they're just kind of gone. Yeah, the ghost. It didn't. Are... It didn't go anywhere. Where like I thought it would. No, which is kind of disappointing. Cause I thought he was gonna have it like an army of ghosts, maybe battle spider. Yeah. No, the only part that comes of that is Katie gets kidnapped. Yeah, but like just walk in the fucking club, Katie. The other kids were smart enough to hide in the. They hide, yeah. They hid it in the club. Or no, they were still outside. They, they hid outside boxes, she, but Katie was looking through the door. Yeah, that's right. So and she, then she, she got grabbed by peanut eater. So yeah, so then Michael and the the other two kids, Sean yeah. and Zeke. Uh, Zeke is what we were saying before, was the kid from People Under the Stairs. And Sean is actually played by Sean Lennon, who is John Lennon's kid. A little uh, extra trivia there. It's important to know because later factors in kind of yeah, it kind of does well and later on and i mean like i mean at that time i don't even know if at that time when did he buy he bought the beatles collide he bought he the did, rights didn't. to all their like music and everything like that he's a wild man yeah, he loved the beatles um who doesn't i mean yeah if it's kind of hard to like not like at least like one song right well, some people are just like, ah, I don't care about the beatles they're overrated like well no actually they shape music yeah I mean, just like Michael, all music to just come, like, just like Michael Jackson shaped music too. Though. Correct. You can't be like, oh, it's just what did he do? Danced around. Yeah. No. Like, he may he defined what a pop star was to this day. It's true. People just recreated shows essentially, like it's their own spin out. But the the shows, the theater, yeah, those kinds like, of stuff. Were, I mean, there were yeah. like there there existed. There were, there were rock shows, and you had like like. Big rock bands that put on like, like something like Kiss. Correct. You know, like Kiss kind of started that like whole like spectacle of a thing. But like the Michael Jackson, as far as a pop artist doing something so outrageous and uh, as a spectacle. Well, and it was uh, so popular, so like it, well, yeah, it mattered. It's true. And then, but the kids and Michael they see a trail of peanuts. Yeah, because somebody's a fucking slob. And well, they're obviously left there for a reason. Oh, it's a trick. Because they Michael goes into this doorway. He does. And this like steel door shuts behind him. He does. I thought they were going back into the the cave where they first. Yeah, I thought about it. It kind of looked like it at first, but he ends up being like in this almost arena esque. It's an arena. Like yeah. situation where all of the spider uh, members, henchmen, and stuff like that. So yeah, surround him. The arachnoids. And then uh, Mr. Big comes out with uh, with Katie threatening to uh, inject her with highly addictive uh, like drugs. And he's slapping the fuck he's out of her. He's slapping the shit out of her. He like, throws her down on the ground real violently. Even if it, Michael in the stomach. Even if it's a stunt kid. Like there's a kid getting pushed around. Yeah. <laughs> By <laughs> Joe Pesci. Real hard. 
real hard. That's not good. It's bad stuff. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. And then uh, Katie ends up wiggling free. And this is where the third star comes into play. She wishes... So, like, when she sees these stars and wishes these things... Yeah, does she have powers too? Is is she making, making the stars happen? Is she, is she like wishing what what happened? Her wish. Oh no, she, she wishes makes for stars here, so he can just use that to turn and do whatever he needs to do. So Katie's got powers too. He needs well, Katie. The kid does too. The, the which the, kid? Oh, Kate, Katie doesn't wish for the stars. The little black kid does, right? He's on top of the mountain. Remember, he's like, oh, no, he tries. It's Katie. Yeah. He's always Katie. But it's clearly the kids can do it because the little black kid's like, he's like, all right, we got to get a star. He goes to do it. But remember, the spider soldier comes and stops him before he can generate a star. Yeah, but he just, I don't think he, I think Katie can just generate. He just, he he feels like they need stars. I believe in Zeke. I believe Zeke could have done it. Well, I don't believe he could have. You don't know anything about, you don't know anything about Zeke. I think it was just Katie who could make the stars happen. Katie and Michael. That's the TV show. You don't need fucking my stupid fucking shooting star batteries. You don't need those. You just need Katie there to be like, star time. And then a star comes. Zeke wouldn't be invited because he can't make it happen. That's fucked up, dude. I'm they're, sorry. They're you just team. can't. Of course, because you need. You always need the bullshit friends to drag down the main hero. What if, like, the kid, the kids... So, like, remember at the end, there's, he has, like, the band? Yeah. What if that's the kids growing up? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> Katie, Katie is Jennifer Batten. Yeah. Guitar. Yeah. And then Zeke is the guitar player. Yeah. And then Sean, uh, where there are two black guys. They Yeah, it was not a white guy up there. And I don't think that guy can change races. Oh, damn. I thought the, I thought the other the rhythm guitar player was and a the drummer. And the drummer was a woman, I believe. So yeah, the drummer that's... was a woman. Well, the drummer was just excluded. That's a new member of the team we didn't know as a kid. No, that white guy just becomes like the big bouncer that let him in. He's like, oh, we found your dog. I think that's the guy that plays Mr. Big in freaking Wayne's World. It looked like him. So it's a weird coincidence that he... That is a pretty weird coincidence. But we glossed over what happens in the arena, Corey. That's important. I'm sorry. It's important. I said I'm sorry. You had to insist Zeke can make shooting stars happen, which is a dumb idea. Oh, that's not a dumb idea. It's a pretty reasonable... Like, if I could think of, like, a dog shit idea, that'd be, like, Whoa, one of them. What the fuck? A dog shit idea? Yeah. Like, Skipper? If Skipper took a shit, it'd be, like, that idea. Oh, my God. Why you gotta fucking be like that? Skipper would not take a... Skipper would take amazing shits, like Zeke. And then he'd eat him, because he's a fucking moronic dog. Whoa, dude. Why would you say that about Skipper? <laughs> he's or a, he's Mad, a mad Dog, dog Madison, <laughs> or whatever the fucking... What did you say his name was? Mad Dog Mattis. He's the Secretary of Defense. So, funny thing about this, Mr. Big... Yeah. ...from Wayne's World was in this. He was... Uh, the stage manager? Is he that... was the stage manager. I said bouncer. It wasn't what he was. So, he was the stage manager guy, and that guy is Frank DeLeo... Is it really? Who's the produ- executive producer of this with Michael Jackson? So that's why it's Mr. Big. Who's the name of the bad guy, Mr. Big in that, and then he's Mr. Big in Wayne's World. That's why he's named Mr. Big, because that's just like probably a name he goes by. Yeah, I guess. That's what he goes by then. We figure that out. Frank that's his Ladeo is an anagram for... Yeah, it slipped around. But yeah. only just the two letters, really. Oh, and no, the last name is... And then different. he's also in Goodfellas. He's in that. It wasn't in many movies. 
I don't know who this guy is, but he had a lot to do with Michael Jackson. He was oh, he was Michael Jackson's manager. <laughs> that's a roundabout way to get to that. Well, fucking I point. didn't know that shit. And that's why Wayne's World wants to go after him because he's a big music guy. And he was also Cindy Lauper's manager. We're skipping over the best part of the movie. Because we're hyping it up. I know what we're doing. When Michael Jackson sees that third star at the end, he turns into a fucking transformer. He becomes a robot. He becomes this giant robot, which basically God he looks damn it. he looks like uh, like Megatron. He's very Megatroni. Megatronian. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> he is very Megatronian. He looks very much like Megatron, but in, but with Michael Jackson like metal robot head. Yeah, he's a silver, it's just a big silver monstrosity. And he has rockets and well, lasers. Well, first, he, first and... he activates his force field. Yeah, he has a, well, he has a force field, and he's shooting rockets all over the place. Well, normal bullets don't break through his force field, so Spider-Man... Spider-Man? <laughs> God damn it! He, he, tells his hench, he tells his arachnoids to fire his laser guns, and so they break through the force field. And then that's when Michael's like, well, I'm going to bust out my rockets now. No, that's not even when he busts out the rockets. When does he bust out the rockets? He busts out the rockets before that, and then they bring out the laser guns, and then he's... He's firing rockets through the force field? Yeah. And then he... I don't know if he And then that. he screams oh, yeah, and he... starts blowing people's heads up. <laughs> he does do that. Like, their faces start Their faces exploding. explode. Like, just people's heads just start exploding. And then he starts shooting like late absurd giant lasers. It doesn't make any sense. And then there's just explosions everywhere. And like and I, I didn't think I would like anything about this because I'm like, oh, get it? It'll be funny and quirky. Michael Jackson. He literally like becomes a robot. And then he turns into a spaceship. And then he transforms into a spaceship. He's a man that turns into a car that turns back into a man that can summon ghosts. Who then turns into a. Transformer that then, then turns into a spaceship, and then Joe Pesci then gets turns back into a man. Joe Pesci turns gets inside of his the ultimate weapon, his mass device, GI Joe destruction beam, and then starts blasting things. And he targets the kid. He's gonna blast him, but then he Michael, blasts Michael. Well, he, first he bla blasts Michael, who is the ship. So the, and the kids are like, Michael, <laughs> yeah, Michael, our friend, your friend who is a spaceship. Hello, friend who's a spaceship. Our friend who is a spaceship. Goes for a tumble, then comes back and charges his laser. And oh, shoots yeah, he shoots Joe, a laser out the front. Just like the car. And then he shoots Joe Pess. The, the car doesn't do it. The car. I thought the car did something. Didn't this maybe just lit up when it flew? Yeah. Fine, whatever. Who gives a fuck? And then he blasts the mass device, destruction beam device, and blows it the fuck up. And then he flies away and abandons the kids on the mountaintop. He just flies away into space. And then a shooting star. Yeah, so he just goes... Collides with him, but then the kids are waiting there on the corner, and they're sad that Michael's gone. And the one kid's like, "I made this," and this is where I have some some sympathy for Zeke, is because the kid he's like, "I made this shooting star to remind us of Michael." And Katie, that bitch, she's like, "This is this is nothing like yeah, Michael." Because Katie lives in the real fucking world, man. This is not the real world. That's where Katie lives, man. She knows all about reality. She's not into this fake nonsense that doesn't apply to anything that anyone could ever use in life. Katie knows all about existence. And she's like, Zeke, you're just telling fucking stories, man. This has nothing to do with our friend who turns into a robot who turns into a spaceship. It's nothing to do with that. But then, of course, Michael comes back. I couldn't, I couldn't leave you. No, he comes back and he's like, 
And the kid's like, oh, Club 30s, let's go here. Is it going to be the same? He's like, oh, it's a big surprise this time. And they go into this, like, tunnel, and there's, like, wires everywhere. Why do they have that one plug, like, explode? Because it was, that's how much juice it takes for Michael Cho's. Yeah, because then they go out, and then all of a sudden he gets undressed from his, like, suit that he's wearing. And has, like, an outfit on underneath that. He has so many outfits on underneath outfits. Yeah. And then it just turns into a whole performance of his cover of Come Together. Yep. And that's basically the end that's of the movie. That's the end of the movie. It's so weird. That's it. It is, it's, it's just, it's so bizarre that this was a movie that Michael Jackson came up with. It makes sense. Because he wasn't in many movies. Like, I can only think of this and The Wiz. Because he didn't do much acting, he did performing, which he's excellent yeah. at. So. This and The Wiz. That's like the only two movies he's, uh, I can think of him being in. He played, he played the Scarecrow in The Wiz. Great. Now I remember. But uh, making light of serious issues. I'm glad you ended up enjoying this because you just thought it was going to be one thing and it ended up being this absurd, insane man car. I just don't like to trust you sometimes. Man car robots. But I should have. Uh, but it actually leads us into the movie we're going to watch for the next episode. And I know how which is Michael Bay's 2007 Transformers. Because <laughs> yeah. no, I know I know how much Nick loves Nick loves short shorter movies and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like to waste my time. Doesn't like to waste his time. I like to get to the fucking point. So we're going to get to the point with next week's movie being only 17 minutes long because it's really not a movie. It's a, it's a It was a, a ride. And they brought it back for a while. I think it's gone again. Yeah. But they brought it back when Michael Jackson passed away. What I'm, what I'm talking about is the Disney World, Disneyland attraction of Captain EO. But it is a movie that you can... It's like a 17-minute... Thing. Sure, that counts. So Captain EO and his space crew are on a mission to save the world from the evil queen. We're going to experience Captain EO. God damn it. It's like a thing. What, what theme does this apply? What's this? Does this apply to a theme? What do you like mean? Like an overarching theme? Of Michael Jackson, I guess. I guess It just kind of links together. And then he went off into space and that, that one. And then the week after that, we're just going to talk about the Thriller music video. Yeah, we'll just talk about Thriller. <laughs> and then they'll, no, that'll bleed into zombies and then we can watch 2007's Michael Bay's Transformers. Transformers, the last zombie. They'll get there. So $22 million was the budget for the 90-minute... Did you do the inflation calculator? I'm just I'm just saying that twenty two yes. million dollars was yes. the was the budget. Correct. For that. For Captain EO, twenty three point seven million dollars. Jesus. And this was this was written and produced by George Lucas and directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Oh my god. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. So four B movie breakdown, Mr. Mainstream. Mr. Mainstream. Mr. Mainstream Corey. I don't remember the fake nickname I forgot about that I gave you. Because <laughs> then you're going to say the nickname that you gave me that I don't, this doesn't make any sense. Cyborg Nick. Why is that a thing? Nick the Cyborg. They are fucking 1990s shock jock assholes. Nick Borg. N- Nick Borg. That's dumb. That's dumb. Cynic. I'd rather be a fucking arachnoid. Cynic. Cynic. That's better. So, before we be worked on, I'm Corey. That's Nick. Yeah, take- Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best. Of the worst.